Just <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Tell Em. I'm Themis. I'm Haruka. And today we're actually going to be doing a lighthearted episode because we realized we were kind of lying to y'all because we were like, oh, we're going to do something more lighthearted. I know this episode, whatever. Um, Yeah, so here we are today actually doing something super lighthearted. No, I might really get heated on this episode, guys. <laughs> um, I feel really passionate about the topic at hand. And today we're going to be talking about the very, very serious topic of ramen. Yeah, but first... Yeah, but more specifically, today, very important topic, we're going to be talking about ramen noodles and all that jazz, because, you know, we have nothing else better to do. Actually, no. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to call myself a ramen connoisseur. I love eating packet ramen like it is so bad environmentally okay i'm gonna say it before anyone asks me i know it's bad but like also it's so ingrained in my like habit that i genuinely the thought of not eating it brings me fear and anxiety on this unparalleled level like i i I can't even explain it. I just, I need to eat it. I've been eating it for so long. Um, Used to, as a child, be the only thing I would be willing to eat at home. It was horrible. I, I did it for like a couple of years before I transitioned to eating real human food. Um, But yeah, now it's better because I eat it maybe minimum once to max three times a week, which is a lot better. But the problem persists. Yeah, I think my overindulgent and overconsumption of ramen has just made my body an empty husk of muscle, fat, and fucking MSG. And honestly, not really mad and about plastic. it. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of plastic. And um, not really mad about it because it's been it has brought me so much joy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I think we should start off by kind of stating when we refer to ramen in this episode we're referring to instant packet ramen but this does not include cup noodles all right i hate cup noodles those things are a disgrace to humanity they should not exist okay um we're not talking about our love for cup noodles we're talking about our love for instant ramen which is in okay, the packet you're not talking you about your love for cup noodles i don't have an issue with cup Do noodles because of their sentimental and nostalgic value in my life shut up y'all i'm understanding her we're like actually not friends anymore bye wow this is our i first don't care contention. you can cancel me i will fucking protect <laughs> cup noodles even though they are inferior to packet ramen they still have a place in my fucking empty husk of a soul i'm just gonna shout out everyone who's passively aggressively um shout on our audio quality and given us um links to microphones yes thank you for helping us because um i know a couple episodes back i said my recording setup's pretty normal because i was at my desk um that's no longer true. I'm now buried underneath the hutch in my bed. 
uh, where I can barely breathe and it's super claustrophobic in here. Uh, I'm not really claustrophobic as a person, so I didn't understand what claustrophobia, like, I mean, not claustrophobia, because, like, I can't diagnose myself with a phobia. Um, but I didn't really understand what feeling claustrophobic feels like, if that makes sense, uh, until I had to be in this hole for hours to record. So, yeah, I uh, don't really know why I'm taking a passion project so seriously, but um, this might be just a little bit of my too much that I got going on though yeah I think uh, this is the last thread of our sanity is just doing the most for this stupid little podcast because you know <laughs> we're going insane it's not all stupid. that I love her it's her baby <laughs> honestly no maybe we should use this time to also before we get back into the whole ramen thing to talk about the conception of our child because we talked a bit about it in our episode with Ari about how we just kind of talked about it but do, do you want to tell everyone about the inception honestly we just went manic and <laughs> I <don't>, yeah <laughs> basically we're insane and we follow through too much on things that are stupid or um really gives not much value in our lives except this has a lot of value because it is our passion project and it's the only thing keeping me sane and productive and giving me a purpose in life or whatever but <laughs> i don't yeah i don't know what how do we you not remember the about. story i don't know we, we were just i think you know because we were gonna start a podcast where like a thing we're both involved in mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> And then that I think later, because we, we might have a special guest with Yeah, we, we might. <laughs> um, but then I think we were just saying, oh, it'd be so good to start our own podcast and just, like, fucking yell and, like, talk about stuff that's important to us and stuff that we feel like should be spoken about. And no, I think it's more like we just wanted an outlet where we can release our crack energy to the public with not that much repercussion and shame from our friends that we do that in our private time already but you know now we have an actual platform to do so yeah and then i don't know it was kind of weird because we decided all of this on a rooftop whilst we were trying to wait for a restaurant to open and then (laughs) that night i sent her an email called a spiral and that with all these links to how to start freaking podcast. Next thing I know, we one night sat down and then Hark made the Actually, no, she rejected like nine of my cover designs. Rude. Yeah, disgusting. Um, yeah, but since graphic design is her passion, I was like, okay, like I guess you can make the cover. Um But yeah, and then after that, she watched me spiral and make the jingle tunes that was great uh and then she's actually our sound engineer between the two of us so um technically if you have any audio complaints they should be going to her not me um i'm kidding i'm kidding (laughs) except for audio quality if the audio quality is bad it's on both of us (laughs) yeah for sure no i'm kidding um I I feel like given the devices that we have, we've done the best that we can. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um. Yeah. So that's how our crack podcast started. And also, I've been asked so much who what who's singing in the in the start <laughs> jingle. It's literally us. Like I literally, <laughs> it's literally both of us. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, talented musicians here. <laughs> <laughs> Music is my passion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's honestly such a such yeah. a bob, such a jingle. Let us know if you want and- a full version. <laughs> Put it yeah, on Spotify. We, yeah, I liked when when we posted about this podcast and people thought we dropped music, you know. <laughs> and I guess in a sense we did, but that is not the point. We just literally can't shut the fuck up and we want people to be forced to listen to you us tell them. out of friendly obligation. Yeah. You tell them. Please leave that in. Those were my ad libs for this episode. <laughs> okay, so back to the very important fucking topic of ramen. I don't know. Let's start with how we like our ramen. Wait, I'll, I just want to really quickly insert um, cup noodles. I know I was very extreme with that comment about how cup noodles are like literally the worst thing. Is this thing your apology? Created. No, it's not. It's not my apology. Um, I just wanted to elaborate on that. Um, I I only don't like cup noodles because like I can't deny they're super convenient and they're good, whatever. But I hate how like when you eat cup noodles, they weigh as much as the packet ramen but once you eat it it doesn't hit the same because you still feel Mm, empty after eating them like it it feels like you're eating air i I don't know how to explain it like whilst you're eating it it's warm you can feel it going through your system but you just don't feel like you've eaten anything and that's why i I kind of have a problem with it right i think it's the broth because like you need a lot a substantial amount of water to cook it it makes it more soggy but also it kind of dilutes that broth and it takes away that No, I even think heavy... the noodle type. The noodle type is different in like yeah, the it's a, cup it's and a lot packet thinner. versions. Yeah, exactly. And then I feel like it's less carby, so then I get hungry really quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, just wanted to get that sorted, dusted, and done. Okay, but yeah, how do you like your ramen? See, this is another thing that we're, we have um the topic of contention because... I didn't realize people didn't like their noodles super, like, extra soft, soggy, basically. I just like them thick and just so soft that you barely have to chew them. And and it also makes me feel more full because I guess, like, subconsciously it makes me feel like I'm eating more noodles because they're more inflated even though I'm not. But then I think it also could be because I'm constantly dehydrated, so I get my water from the thicker noodles. Um, but yeah, apparently people hate that, though. Don't at me. If anything, you're getting more dehydrated because you're retaining more salt. Is that how it works? But (laughs) why are you laughing at me? I like my ramen. Ask a question. Ask a question. Uh, Don't be rude. Don't be rude. I said (laughs) I like my ramen hard. Uh, No. Not like rock hard, rock hard, but I like them chewy, you know. I like them to have a Bounce. little bit of substance and a little bit of bite. I like <laughs> I like my instant ramen all dente, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For me, I think that little bite makes me feel like I'm eating real food. Not that ramen isn't real food, <laughs> but it makes me feel a bit less shittier. <laughs> I don't you know? know what it is. I think that... That texture just really adds to the whole watery MSG That's goodness true. and gives that level of See, profile. the only time I stand kind of not extra soft ramen, but more of like the harder, more bouncy ones, is when I'm having indomie. Because indomie does not hit correct when it's mm, soggy. Yeah, That's yeah. for sure. I can have undercooked indomie and it will hit better than I feel like 
overcooked indomie. I think it's because how I like my instant ramen as well, because a lot of the times I put a lot less water than instructed mm-hmm. because I like a drier noodle, and I think having that hard texture makes a hit. Yeah, you know? no, yeah. How do you cook your ramen? Because I I used to be a big fan of having soup and then the entire seasoning packet for everything but then now i like to play mm. with the season you know some ramens i like making kind of like a paste with the seasoning and then kind of coating the dry ramen with it in it whereas with others yeah that's that's usually how yeah. i make it i don't know with others i like the soupy there you know like chatinya thing which is the one with the with the mm. doll on it yeah 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 it de- it depends on um which ramen i'm mm-hmm. eating because if it's if it's not spicy, I like to have it soupy. But if it is the spicy, paste. I like it Ugh, really dry. So good. Yeah, the dry, <laughs> the dry paste hits it different. Does, though. Yeah, because for me as well, I think I like to experiment with my ramen as well. I like to add different shit in it, just because I don't know. You know, there's sometimes those days when you just when you're going through it and you eat ramen every single day. <laughs> But what do you mean? I eat every day even when, when I'm have, not going through it, period. But during those hard times, I get sick of the same ramen if I'm eating the same brand. So I like to mix it up and, you know, make me feel like I'm actually diversifying my nutrition of the day, even though I'm having no um, substantial nutrients being absorbed by my body by eating instant ramen. But do you add in it, though? That's how I trick my body into thinking that I am. What do you add though? Don't be shy. Um. Uh, I really like to add honey and garlic Ooh. sometimes. That gives it like a sweeter profile. But if a ramen isn't spicy, then I really like adding gochujang or sriracha, all of that. It really depends on my mood. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a big fan of... Because I like my super soggy noodles so usually what i do is i boil the noodles and then i just let them sit there and absorb the water for like 10 minutes like a psycho but then in that time that the heat is off i crack an egg in there and then it becomes a soft boiled egg Ooh, it is good i like that mm-hmm. egg yolk all over my noodle it is good i slurp it i love it <laughs> guys i don't think you guys understand how long it takes for Venus <laughs> to cook her fucking noodles <laughs> Cause when I was, when I was living with her for a month, like just less than a month, yeah, around a month. <laughs> the time it took for her to cook the noodles was the time for me to cook the noodles, eat it, and wash my dishes. <laughs> and then right after is when she'll eat okay, the, the noodles. Okay, the thing is, we should but, add yeah. though, that it's not because I can't cook that it takes me that long it's because i want my noodles to be so soggy and inflated i just let them sit there until i feel like hmm, they're soggy enough let me eat them now though <laughs> yeah but i don't know my egg ritual is a bit different too i like oh. a fried egg like i like a really i don't know i usually like my eggs pretty cooked through like i don't really like a eat over easy egg but for noodles and for toast as well this goes for anything that coats that anything where the egg has to coat the food i like to have my eggs over easy but then also have that little crisp bottom Mm. you know but if it's normal fried egg and i'm eating it alone then i like it 
not as runny. I think I just really like soft foods for some reason. I got weak. I got a weak jaw though. <laughs> no, for real though. I don't talk about. Yeah, maybe this you just have an underdeveloped masseter muscles. I don't talk muscles. about this often, but I'm technically a problem because, um, I technically need a um, but then the thing is, it's not considered in this field, so it's technically considered. So I'm supposed to get. Really, I've never heard of this. Yeah, no, I, I've never talked to anyone about this because it's so. I don't like bringing it up, but yeah, because I, I, no, basically, I have like an right, and then it's because of that mm-hmm. I couldn't get like six years ago because I needed to get the, but then to get the to be eighteen, but then the thing is, yeah, the, the doesn't count as a. Because it counts as more like, so they're like, oh, it's technically your don't cover it. And I think it costs something like 300,000 to, they do, is like they, they, like the back of, they, like they, and then they, and then they let it, and I'm like, that is horrific. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm finally yeah, this out no, right I, now. I, you're genuinely the only person I've told about this. No, literally, <laughs> the the thing is, like, um, my is better because then I think, like, because my <laughs> so then they couldn't do the earlier and stuff. And also, the <laughs> but then, like, I'm lucky because my wasn't, like, super, super severe, like, my couldn't, then I couldn't, right? Whereas, like, there are some people where they're so that they literally can't properly to so then that's why for me they're now saying like you don't have to just because you've somehow ad- you're to be able to but then it kind of explains why I don't like eating hard foods i think mm-hmm. <laughs> damn i can't believe i got that information now you feel bad for bullying me for my soft food <laughs> i never bullied you for your soft food i just disagree i'm kidding she got them still <laughs> Yeah, I just learned something that I never even <laughs> knew about either. And yeah. And you got multiple <laughs> problems though. Sorry. <laughs> but I don't even remember what you were I was talking about um eggs. I was just saying how I really hard. like runny eggs in general. I don't know. I feel like sometimes with hard boiled eggs, it's like I don't mind eating hard boiled egg white, but then once you get the yolk in your mouth, it's so dry and stuff that I just feel like it's so hard to to chew, you know? It just dries up your whole mouth. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't like boiled eggs in my ramen. Yeah. I like having that fried egg. I don't know. There's some moods that I get into once in a blue moon where I just want to eat a hard boiled egg. I stand deviled <laughs> eggs though. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, oh, deviled eggs. Bomb. Literally. Okay, no, no, no. I think we should talk about all the ramens we eat. Because I feel like in the past year and a half, I really expanded mm-hmm. my ramen experience. Because um, all this time, I thought shin ramen was... I thought it was a meat-based ramen. But then <laughs> once I read the ingredients, I realized there was no meat. And this is only relevant because I'm, like, I identify as pescatarian. I gotta say I identify. No, like, I'm pescatarian. Like, I eat fish, but then don't eat it super often. So, like, I'm, like, vegetarian slash pescatarian, but I don't really know what to call it, period. So, I thought it wasn't, like, vegetarian, essentially. So, then I didn't eat it. But then eventually I realized that it is vegetarian. And then I I can't stop eating it since I realized. And then also the same 
We realized that fire noodle. Same. Yeah, it was. Wait, was it? Yeah, was it was. It I remember you, you picking out the mushroom. Because, yeah, <laughs> basically, Themis saved my taste buds. Yeah, I was, I was still, I could not give up Shin Ramen because it is um, S tier, but the way I'd eat it ever since I stopped eating meat, I would pick out the meat pieces <laughs> in the packet one by one like an actual psycho. But then, turns out it wasn't even me, and I was just wasting so much time just picking it out when it was literally soy protein, I and I felt so dumb. Though. I don't know, but then, this is the interesting thing. Oh, yeah, and I was going to mm-hmm. say, we discovered that fire noodles are vegetarian together. Yeah, because I saw chicken flavor, so I just assumed it was oh my God. meat-based. But turns out it's fake chicken flavor. Like, it's not made out of chicken. It's vegetable-based to mimic chicken flavor and literally since we discovered that okay non-stop i just need it in my system it is so weird yeah but i wonder if all these soy-based ramens is it because they're cutting costs because if they are i still yeah. commend them because i can still eat them so i, I think it thank you for your frugality just be cost but also like i think it diversifies their market of people who are able to consume the noodles. Because then fire noodles and shin ramen, they're really big in those like yeah. YouTube like spicy noodle challenges. But let me say, okay, I watched those videos and that made me want to try those noodles. And after trying them, I was severely disappointed that I was not like crying my eyes out. Yeah, because shin- we both agree that shin ramen Dead. is like sweet spicy, you know? Okay. <laughs> This is, okay, just to touch upon that, mm-hmm. we're both spice addicts, and we are <laughs> thoughts for spice, essentially. <laughs> There's and no other ways to do this. I don't, I don't really want to talk about this, because every time I do, I feel like I'm gatekeeping spicy stuff, or, or the ability to feel spice, but that's not my intention at all. All I'm saying is that Shin Ramen is not as spicy as they market yeah, it to sure, be. Yeah, for sure, no. I At think least the for first us. time I had it, I didn't cook it properly because um, I smelt the powder before eating it. And then I put a bit into my mouth and it tasted sugary. So then I mix it with like hot sauce. <laughs> so the first time I ate Shin Ramen, it was really spicy and I was like, oh my God, it's so good. But then once I started <laughs> having it with the only its packet, I realized, no, it is actually just sweet. Um... Which is kind of really bad as well, though. Because <laughs> it... Obviously, sp- yeah. spice is subjective to everyone, but I can... We can... I think we can objectively yeah, say sure. that the undertones of Shin Ramen is sweet. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you have, like, the mala or, like, the numbing spices or the sour or the spicy... the pepper spice. The, the yeah. actual you-want-to-kill-yourself sort of spice. <sighs> yeah. There's like, yeah, and the sharp spices and shin ramen is a sweet spice because you can still taste. It's like a, I feel like it's a gochujang type of of. similar flavor profile as well. It has that, Mm. it's kind of fermenty. It's like like sweet, really, really light sour. Sweet. And then like you, yeah, like, like the thing is, we're not saying that it's not spicy Mm, at all. Because you can definitely feel the like and like taste the spice, right? We're just saying it, it's not as 
dramatic as these YouTubers make it out to be, for sure. At least to us, anyway, I think. We're not denying that it's the spice isn't there, it's just not as spicy as some people make it out to be. So if you've ever wanted to try it and the spice has been holding you off, don't let it stop you, honey, because it's not actually that bad. Also, we should mention you can choose how much of the powder you want to add in, so you can tailor those spice levels, though. Yeah, but also, if you can't handle spice and, yeah, depleting the amount of powder that you use is a great way. But with that, you also have to... Make sure you add less mm-hmm. water because, yeah, you know, you don't sure. want to fuck up that water to powder ratio because the thing worse than this, the thing worse <laughs> than Themis's perception oh, of yeah, for sure. is a really watery no, broth. Like an overwatered broth, you just, there is no going <laughs> back from her unless you let all the water evaporate and then redo it. But let's be real. You don't have time to do that. Um. Because, like, an underwatered broth, you can always just add water, too. So, you gotta you gotta keep it good. Moving on from that, what is your favorite ramen? You can't do this to me, fam. <laughs> Sorry, it's picking between your favorite children. You have to do it. I mean, everyone secretly probably has a favorite child, but no one's gonna admit it. But you can. <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't literally birth these children. I think I've gone through like you adopted them, and that's equally as important. Adopt them. I paid for them. You fostered them. No, I did not. Also, I'm so sorry if y'all we're in a child trafficking ring, and the children are ramen. Shut up. Shut up. Okay, um, y'all. I know it sounds like we're joking, but this is a genuine conversation. It's not a joke. Um. Yeah. This is what you came it's not for. April this is Fools what you is get, over. Okay. Like we're supposed to be your friends and today we're talking about ramen, okay? Um no, okay. I think if I really really had to choose the the, the single ramen, okay, that I have not been able to live without eating at least once a week since I was 13, I want to say, is the Paldo cheese ramen, okay? Let me tell you about this ramen. I've never had it. Let me tell you, next time I come infiltrate your residency, I'm going to bring a peck. It was the one I was eating on the beach last time. You saw how good it Mm. was. Oh, my God. Oh, or you can get it at Tupmagal, by the way. It's the only shop you can get it from in Hong Kong. I'll check it out. Um, it's got like a SpongeBob looking cheese man on the front. You you will not miss it. It is. Let me tell you about this. <laughs> okay, so I eat her every Sunday. Okay, and I have not. The only times where I don't eat her every Sunday is if I am not home and I don't have access to her. But then I will eat her later on in the week to make up for the fact that I didn't eat her on a Sunday. Okay. I know I sound like I am insane. I promise I'm not, okay? I just really, really have a connection with the the flavor. Like, the MSG got me hooked, fam. Um, but yeah, basically, it's, it's, it's like, imagine the Shin Ramen spice, but then on top of it, there's, like, this cheese powder. And the fun fact, I'm lactose intolerant, but I can eat this cheese powder because it's not dairy-based. Yeah. It's so processed that it doesn't even resemble any of the thing it's trying to describe. I know, no, but let me tell you, it is love so it. good. Because basically I do my normal ramen routine and I really love the texture of this ramen because 
um even when i let it soak for too long the bounce kind of still remains so i get the best of both worlds Mm. wow she out here at hannah montana for real though no and then what i do is i usually do full cheese packet to half of the spice ratio a spice packet ratio not because it's too spicy but because that is the best balance of flavors you can get because if you do full packets for everything you don't end up tasting the the cheesiness you know and like i want that processed cheese flavor it's the only cheesecake mm-hmm. i can get so i like to do that and i mix it into a paste and then i'll mix it into my noodles and let me tell you it is so good okay some someone introduced me to this mf ramen when i turned 13 and then as soon as i found it and ate it i have not been able to stop <laughs> for the past five six years okay so let me tell you like if you're gonna want to try a ramen that we're gonna talk about in this episode it has to be the cheese cheese ramen okay i'm telling you like because fire noodles might actually be too much because you know it's different they have the sauce for the spice and not a powder so it already hit different in that sense but like oh the cheese ramen so good honestly like someone should give me a lifetime supply or something like i don't know what I'm going to do in uni without her. I'm hoping they sell it in the States or whatever. I'm about to pay like $200 to ship it. Care package. <laughs> yeah, I just want to commend you on the addressing the spice to flavor ratio mm-hmm. because I think there's a misconception of people who know me who know that I really like spicy food about me prioritizing the spice over the flavor. That is a myth. I it's spice is just one element that adds to flavor, right? Mm-hmm. And having too much of spice, just like having too much of another flavor profile, will ruin the dish. And yeah, uh, if you're going to add all that spice and cover up flavor with spice, you're better off just buying a ramen that's marketed just to be spicy and not cheese spicy. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, my favorite ramen. I think the veteran for me, the OG, would be Shin Ramen. I know that's pretty obvious because we've been talking about her the whole time. Yeah. She's so good. But Shin Ramen was introduced to me by um, Mabe Chris. (laughs) Which Chris, though? I don't want to dox you. Which Chris, though? my bae chris you know who you are uh y'all better be listening okay yeah chris chrysa you know (laughs) crisis crisis was at crisis's house and we made shin ramen and i was like oh i never tried this before and then i ate it and ever since then i think i have transcended the (laughs) level of my appreciation of ramen and ever since then i've been eating it so much that i think half of my body is just shin ramen i love shin ramen it's <laughs> like me with so my much. cheese ramen <laughs> yeah you have no idea it's so good and shin ramen is one of those ramens that is really hard to get tired of oh, just because sure. you know so you got that sweet yeah you got that sweet undertone which we've talked about and that spiciness and also that msg so so good and you can mix it up so much you know you can add more water have like a soupy type of ramen or you can have a dry 
And they both hit different, you know, different moods for different days. And it's so good. But then recently, I've been really, really into Kiki ramen. It's oh, yeah. like a, it's a bougier ramen. It's and Taiwanese, I, right? I think, yeah, I think it's from Taiwan, but she is so good. She is, but she is so expensive, though. She is but fucking so expensive. Worth it, though. <laughs> but she is so good. She is like the higher end of that ramen tier that I really enjoy because she's basically like a handmade, hand pulled noodle. <sighs> and it's, and it just makes me feel better because it just feels like I'm finally not eating plastic. Even though I could argue that the plastic aspect is in itself what makes an it appealing good? <laughs> factor. But yeah, it just depends on how I want to feel. But Kiki Ramen makes me feel like a million dollar baby. Do you think eating and so much ramen stunted our growth or like rapidly increased <laughs> it that we reached our probably. stunt Probably. <laughs> okay, but... The one gripe I have with Kiki Ramen, I find it so much worse for my skin than Shin Ramen, which is pretty weird because you would think Kiki Ramen, which seems more less less processed than Shin Ramen, would be better for you. Even though obviously it's not because it's still instant ramen. But every time I eat her, my skin hates me the next day, like right after. <laughs> um, I don't know. The, the, the first and last time I had kiki ramen was like maybe like two years ago i want to say but then mm-hmm. i have been thinking about her a lot but then it, like everyone in the household likes kiki ramen but also it's kind of she's kind of a bummer to get you know because like the cost of one pack of her i could get like two or three of my cheese ramens and i'm yeah. sorry my cheese ramen i just i just need her yeah but also with Kiki Ramen, for me, I can't have it often because it takes away that delicacy vibes, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and its flavor profile is slightly less, less complex than Shin Ramen because it's very much just um, numbing spice energy. But once you add some spring onions in there, she is so good, but... If I eat it too much, I know that I'll get tired of her. And because she's so expensive, it's better for me to hold off eating her a lot anyways. Mm-hmm. So I, she's like a she's like a once in a blue moon type of Treat yourself. body. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> she's like a checkpoint ramen where I've lived through a month ramen. and I'll eat her. Yes, yeah, celebratory special <laughs> occasion ramen. Oh my God. I don't know, but. I feel like both of these are spicy ramens. Do you have any um, preferences of non-spicy ramens? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Because before... Um, Ooh, we sink. Yeah, before my cheese ramen became my god tier ramen, um, my favorite used to just be like the OG, you know, like the chutinia thing. I don't know what it's called in English. I, like, it sounds like I don't know how to oh, speak oh, um, English on these things, but I just literally don't know the... Uh, is Chichinya thing like a local Hong Kong ramen? I don't think it is because it's from Japan, no? Chichinya thing is the brand, right? Oh, fuck, right? yeah. Uh, it's the it's, Nissan ramen. Uh, is it? Yeah, right? Nissan ramen. It has like a little Japanese boy. Yeah. Bl- a little Japanese but Caucasian boy because <laughs> yeah. he's blonde. I'm not sure if it's bleached hair or <laughs> if he's like, 
you know. No, you know, uh, in recent years, but, they edited the look of the boy, and now he looks so fucking scary. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while, so. I don't know. Also, I would like to add, I'm not, like, it's not that I don't speak English. It's just, like, multilingualism, where I call different things in, like, certain languages. It's and, easier to yeah. say in, yeah, but either way. <laughs> Yeah, I feel yeah, like that used to be <laughs> Yeah, it's a very nostalgic ramen for me because that's all I used to me eat too. as a child. Me too. What she color was your so favorite? Good. What color was your favorite? I just like the blue one. The blue. Oh my god, my favorite. Okay, so I used to only eat the red one, but then once I discovered the black one, which is the black sesame oil, ooh, that one changed everything for me. Really? Yo, yeah. I haven't really ventured into the other flavors that much, or I don't remember. Okay, but. no, no, no. Okay, so to me, anyway, the red, blue, the blue one comes in a different packaging, but then the blue and red ones are basically the same. It's just that the blue one has sesame in it, whereas whereas the red one only has sesame <laughs> oil. Shut up. Why are you laughing? I'm being dead serious. I know my ramen, okay? And then the black one, there's two black ones, right? So one of them is the black sesame oil one, which, like, I stand by because the broth is kind of like this milky broth. And then you add in the black sesame oil. Ooh, it is so good. Uh, so fun and fresh. But then they also have that... I can barely pronounce this because I always read, like, I skim through this word. What's it? Ton, tonsuku? Ton, what? What's it called? The the meat flavor. It begins with tea, like tonsuku. Oh, tonkotsu. Yeah, tonkotsu. <laughs> ah! She does not know Speaking how to Speaking about tonkotsu, she is my favorite. Yeah, I take back my nomination for Chetinyateng because my favorite... Actually, I don't even know the name of it, but it's the ramen I eat in Japan because Japan... Their ramen hits different. Oh, yeah, They're for instant sure. ramen. Because they... If any of you guys have never had Japanese instant ramen, they basically come in, like, styrofoam bowls. So they're really legit. They're so different from... I mean, they obviously sell them here now, but mm-hmm. they became... They started popping off in Japan, basically. And whenever I went to Japan to visit family and stuff, that's all I would eat because it's, it was so 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 special and never before seen groundbreaking innovative innovative you know and i couldn't have her in hong kong but the J- japanese tonkotsu instant ramen is so good because they basically make it like an actual ramen, legit yeah. ramen yeah they put them in these like so little, it hits like, so different vacuum seal bags they put literal yeah. slices of meat oh god here. it's literal dry fees ramen and once you add water she's like the real thing she is so good okay no wait going back though um so the there's that flavor which i said there's like this green seafood flavor which also really slaps okay but the one flavor i never understood okay was the purple flavor i have no idea what it even is but the (laughs) sauce on it is like it's it's like it can't decide what it wants to be, you know? And it's not, like, a good thing where the flavors, like, Maybe it's, like, an identity other. crisis, Ryan. I don't know, but whatever. Don't eat the purple one. I don't stand it. I don't like it. Period. But then I do want to add, though, another ramen that, oh, I genuinely love. And we only have one pack left that we're treasuring, okay, for a rain check day, okay, is folk mean. 
I don't know what it's called in English, but they discontinued. It was like the local Hong Kong instant noodle. And it was so good. It was one of those truly versatile noodles where you could eat it literally uncooked or cooked, but not in the way that mommy noodles say you can eat them cooked or uncooked, okay? Mommy noodles, they lie to you. You can only eat that shit raw, okay? Oh, is is fuck mean like the gold, white, and red yeah, packaging yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, oh yeah, I God. know what you're talking about. They discontinued I've never it. had her cooked. Really? I've never had... Wait, really? I didn't know they discontinued it. They discontinued it ages ago. I don't know if they did like oh a retro God. release of it again, um, because everyone was really heartbroken, but like... Um, I just ate her as a child. That's all I remember. No, for real. Like, I think I think they did do a retro resi- I'm not sure. I need to double check all of this. But, like, um, even if you get the new ones that come out now, they, they don't taste the same because they're just... It's just not the same. I'm telling you. Like, it, oh, my God. Like, I kind of really miss her. I forgot about her. I feel like I, like, blocked her out of Why my mind. Why was she recalled, though? She wasn't recalled. She was discontinued because I think, like, sales were dropping down when imports started getting bigger because then... Aww definitely like i'd say like i grew up eating a lot of that ramen and then like the japanese like nissan noodles but then in recent years i definitely transitioned to like the korean ramen because the cheese ramen is korean Mm. and also uh, shin ramyun is obviously korean same with fire noodles so then i feel like once those started popping off a lot more they had less of a market in hong kong because then it tastes really good but then like come on like when you've got stuff like the cheese ramen like i'm so uh, I don't know. and like it was always kind of yeah. weird because the flavoring packet was like super tiny so you really had to like ration out your water if that makes sense yeah i don't know for people outside of hong kong let us know if this was a snacking ritual but people here we used to eat uncooked noodle noodles as a snack and i don't know if it's like a cultural thing or if it's common everywhere but i'm I'm curious about oh, no. that. Definitely in Asia, because aside from mommy noodles, okay, no, no, no. Within mommy noodles, let me tell you, when we were younger, mommy noodles were huge, okay? And then they kept rebranding they were... it and repackaging it. Now they're tiny. Yeah, if you had ra- mommy noodles at school, you were... God. You were literal God. Everyone wanted to you be your You were worshipped. Your ass is going to be kissed, you know. You were the God you of know, the playground. You know, I used to be such a dick, because, like, um... I really had trouble making friends in primary school. Not even that. And just, like, I just enjoyed sharing with people in general. Not because I wanted to make friends. I could care less. But, like, I don't know. It it just felt nice when people were like, oh, my God, you have mommy. Can I have some? And you give it to them and they're so happy. So every time I had mommy noodles, I'd bring two packs, right? One for <laughs> myself and my close friends and one for if people walk up to me and be like, please, can I have some? I'll be like, yes, queen. After you finish all the noodles powder remains on the bottom you were god if you let someone pour that into their mouth directly oh it's so good biggest philanthropy that you could ever do is give someone your mommy noodle packet remains (laughs) i started my community service early (laughs) as you can tell um no but then mommy also has like different flavors when you go to different regions so in hong kong we're not lucky but if you go to southeast asia oh my god they have like chicken mommy noodle flavor they have like all these like like they're colored mommy noodle packaging but they're like these flavors i think there's like a seaweed one i don't know oh my god it is so good i love it. i don't know but then we also have star noodles oh speaking of what do you think of those mm, sorry i uh, just speaking on of southeast asian mm-hmm. noodles i want to shout out indomie love her she is 
amazing. She is fun. Talented, she is fresh. Innovative, never been done she, before. Is... she also has multiple flavors, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she is the backbone of 7 Eleven noodles. <laughs> so, she is the backbone of 7 Eleven's whole business. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the 7-Eleven conglomerate could not exist without Indomie, For and sure. shouts out to her. She's, she deserves it. <laughs> Capitalism only exists because of her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could, I think it's true, because. But to be fair, though, good on 7-Eleven. Yeah, basic- They've never inflated the price of the Indomie. Yeah. And they cook it for you. She hasn't been gentrified yet, or, <laughs> you know. <laughs> been victim to late stage capitalism <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Back on Star Noodles, um, I don't know what Star Noodles. What do you is. mean? It's the it's the one where it's pa- okay. So it's the brown noodles where they're coated in soy sauce, and the packaging is this is this character that's shaped like a bean, and it's yellow. Oh, oh the the yellow like almost race racist yeah, phenotype exactly. of the Chinese yeah, boy. But then it's not really okay, racist because yeah. it's made. <laughs> yeah (laughs) i'm going through it but i don't know i I didn't really like him that much he just gave me bad vibes you know no to be fair i don't like the originals but then um i think when i was around like eight or ten they started coming out with these new ones where they come in like a cup and just imagine those noodles but condensed into these tiny circles oh bro next time we're going to 7-eleven i'm making you try those because those changed it for me okay they are so good i don't know fun, fresh oh i feel like s- dry star noodles would be for me like a d tier oh yeah for sure just because mommy noodle was just s tier because i don't know they don't hit the same i didn't it wasn't salty enough even though it was soy sauce flavored yeah it's just yeah no, I don't. I don't stand the me. original, but I'm telling you, their new product where it's like a condensed circle of noodle, it is mm-hmm. so fun and fresh. You're gonna love it. And even if you okay, don't, I'll give I'm her, gonna finish I'll give her the whole thing try. myself. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you don't understand. No, it's a completely, entirely different product. Okay, and I was stupid when I was younger because I thought it was in a cup, and I was like, "Oh, cup noodles, you can clean them, whatever." Um, I dunked one of the little circles in the hot water because I thought it would turn into a whole bowl <laughs> of ramen, like a psycho. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you because, considering all the dry noodles, you can technically cook yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. She she might have been falsely advertised, yeah. you know? No, but then Mommy Noodles Cooked is, like, a not even F tier. It's, like, below that, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> I've never had Mommy Noodles oh, Cooked. I did. I just never wanted to waste waste her. No, you know? um, my sister would be like, oh, you know, you can cook Mommy Noodles. And then when she was in, like, your summer or whatever, like, when they did food tech in school and then she learned how to cook or whatever. Oh, this makes it sound like our parents didn't teach us how to cook at home. We do know how to cook at home, but then once she learned how to cook in school and manage the stove, like, they had more trust in her using the stove at home because we have gas yeah. stoves. And I feel like that's perfectly understandable because you don't exactly want, like, a seven-year-old, you know, messing with a gas stove because, you know, it's literally a live flame. But, like... I remember when that happened and she was like, oh, let's cook mommy noodles and try them. And it was so disappointing because they're just I like they say they can be cooked, but I just don't think they're processed in a way that yeah. prepares them for cooking. Just the flavor po- profile being basically salt 
I'd assume it's just like a salty brine with noodles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just like it just it just tastes good. But then I I think I have had the new mommy noodle because they changed the packaging. But then I swear they changed the ingredients as well because it it just doesn't taste like it just hits different now. Like, I don't know if it's because we, like, got older or whatever, or if they, like, actually did change it. But, like, I'm telling you, it's kind of disappointing now. Yeah. I don't know. But oh, this just came to the top of my brain. But I want to shout out. Okay, this is the product of Chrysa as well. Chris, if you're listening. Uh, but these, there's these Love you, baby. Chinese noodles that taste so good. I had them in Shenzhen, but... They're like box and they're pretty modern looking. They were branded so well, you know. She looked, she, she looked sleek. She looked beautiful. She looked gorgeous. That really was a bonus. But she's like a box type of kind of like misian, but it's not. It's like an instant misian ramen. It's, yeah, and they have. They have that here. It's called it's called um Seokyo Mai. I don't know. I don't know if that's the brand, but basically, okay. the one <laughs> I had was the vegetarian version, and I think because there aren't a lot of, at least explicitly vegetarian noodle options in Hong Kong, as in most of them may be soy protein, but they're still they still technically you know they advertise it as oh chicken flavor. I was very intrigued mm-hmm. and. She was so good. She had um, little a choy, shun choy, you know. What's that in oh. English? <laughs> like a like a oh, fermented so sour. It's like a Chinese version of kimchi, basically. And she tasted yeah. so good. And then a choy is is bean yeah. sprouts, right? And it was with like a okay. Chinese mixing, Chinese. I think it's a Sichuan mixing sauce. She was she hit so good, Ooh. and. I don't know that cultural identity of instant noodles from around the world. I think it's it's really integral in appreciating the culture behind it. You know? Yeah. No, but then even just speaking of different ramen from different regions, I now want to talk about different noodle dishes, right? Because uh, there is a special place in my heart for laksa. I love her, girl. I eat her <laughs> like once a week. I love it. It's a like a Singaporean noodle dish. Um, it's really good. I love it. If you've never tried it, you're missing out. It's like a coconut but spicy broth. It's just, ooh, the combination of flavor is so good. Ooh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh no, and also and also dan dan oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is like a Shanghai dish. Oh, that is good. It's like it's spicy noodle, but then there's peanut butter on it and the balance of flavors. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really like laksa, but I think it's because I don't I don't really like sour foods that much or like sour. It's not No, sour, but it has like honey. a sour like that tomatoey undertone. I don't really I don't really stand that. But I definitely There's yeah, tomato like in the, it. Like the the red base <laughs> vibes, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's tomato. I just thought it was chili oil this whole time. Wow, I sound like a psycho. <laughs> I'm more into dry noodles. And before I stopped eating meat, my favorite was olamin. That was my Ooh, favorite. That gets into the whole like street food thing. Cause yeah, is it is it beef brisket? Is that what it's called? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a beef brisket dry noodle with this sauce, and it you can either have a dry or 
with soup and she tasted so good and once you add that chili oil chili flake she amazing exquisite beautiful also on the topic of dry noodles need to shout out i don't eat this anymore but it's taoho which is Mm. the super like thick rice noodle yeah thick flat rice noodle it's fried with like she's a stir-fried meat noodle she is a staple love her and also saint otama i love her it's a it's like a singaporean style fried rice noodle oh so good and also pad thai yes yes yes. my favorite fried noodle still is i still stand seowon taomin which is in english it translates to literally soy sauce king noodles but She's like a really thin noodle and it's dry and it's basically just soy sauce and maybe brain sprouts and some chives and sometimes they put meat but a lot of times they don't which is amazing because I can still eat her and she tastes so good. Oh for sure. Oh my god. Like I just have such a love affair with noodles. I feel Oh my god. And then other honorable mentions I think in Hong Kong definitely is Yudan. You have so gotten good. me through so many drunken <laughs> nights and hangovers. For I just sure. want to say thank you. I love you and thank I you. appreciate you. <laughs> For sure. No, that stuff, it's just like even if you're going through a really rough time, you have it and you just you just get the feeling that everything's okay. She's Ooh, comfort it's food. It's such a comfort you know? food. Oh my god, wow. I can't believe we said that at the same time. So parallel. <laughs> No, but oh my god, literally so good. And then um also like Ted, I mean we briefly mentioned this way back in our Tell Them How You Doin episode. <laughs> um but basically it's like you kind of go in and you can order like what type of noodle you want, what toppings you want, what soup base you want, what sauce you want, etc. Et She's like it's a like choose a your own character noodle. but noodle version. Yeah. Okay, shout out to those. I love her. Shout out to Tom Dai. Oh my god. Oh my god, I literally had her today. I love her so much. I realize this must be so confusing to all our non-Hong Kong listeners, but Tam Dai is a noodle franchise. And basically... Mm -hmm. And they have multiple branches within the franchise. The one we like is called Samgo. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, you get to pick your soup base it's like the whole chooser it's like a ted i mean stall but then more commercialized glorified yeah but she's so good <laughs> as well and the, the portions are so big and you get so much value for your money and right after you eat it sometimes you feel like you're gonna barf just because you're so filled with broth and noodles and just toppings mm-hmm. and substance but then that fulfilled feeling that you get right after is unmatched so good no i don't know why every time i eat it i don't have to eat for the rest of the day because it just fills me up yeah so she's much. like a I love her. one meal forever type of type of bitch yeah no what what soup do you get because i see the thing is um every time i go to eat there okay i say every time this has happened to me like two or three times where i go there i get my order and I get, like, a pretty high spice level, yes. and the lady will be like, are you sure? You do realize that means spicy, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know. And she's like, oh, oh, okay. And I think it's because they think I'm white. No, I th- no, they do that with um, <laughs> me, too, and don't look white. But even my dad, I think, no, I, mean, I think I it's just because but- they think 
that. I don't know how to explain this. Like, I really appreciate sis yeah. looking out for me. But also, like, I'm one of those, like, bef- whilst I'm sitting down on my seat, I'm already raising my hand because I'm like, I know my order. And also to add, hand raising is <laughs> the norm here. Like, it's weird to not raise your hand in a restaurant <laughs> and expect someone to come to you. But Cultural differences. Yeah, I think it's it has to do with the fact that we look kind of young, that maybe they think that we're naive as to the spice levels because... Yeah, even whenever whenever I do order Thai lat or Jung lat, which means the middle or mm-hmm. higher spice levels, because in Hong Kong um, noodle shops, they don't skimp out on the spice. You basically pick a level. Usually it's yeah. 1 to 10 and then, yeah, there's different systems. So, yeah, sometimes it's like small, 1 to 10 and, and then after 10, it's small, medium, large. Or it's like small, little, small, medium, and then big, and then super big. It's like a whole tier list based on every single restaurant. And the spicy ones are really, really spicy. I'm not going to deny her that. But then we both are able to consume it. And she's so good. But for most people, I think because they see the 1 to 10, and then sometimes they'd order the siulat, which is small spice, it's technically still on the spicier end of the spectrum, so I think they're trying to look out for all the customers who might be mm-hmm. confused about the spice tier. Yeah, for sure. I don't know, but like people proper do challenges <laughs> with those noodles. That's an indication mm-hmm. of how spicy they are. <laughs> I don't know. But then I used to do this horrific thing where I would get like a super, super spicy level, and then on top of that, they have extra chili oil on the table, and I'd add it into my noodle. Like, I actually must have looked like a psycho but the thing is a lot of other people do that as well so I don't like, know. i'm not really that psychotic just <laughs> sounds really, like we're really glamorizing <coughs> spice like, tolerance and unmatched. flexing it and i guess we are but also i think it's no i'm not trying to flex like i literally just honestly lo- like, I feeling love that spice so hit much. is making me feel alive you know it's making me <laughs> yeah because you get um you get bursts of dopamine releases from your body uh not dopamine endorphins released from your body when you eat spice which is probably why we like it so much yeah (laughs) basically she's biologically (laughs) dependent on spices because we might be dopamine deficient but you know that's (laughs) you can listen to our second episode if you want to hear about that (laughs) no i don't even know what it is like i don't know but like to be fair, though, my spice tolerance wasn't always this high, for sure. I think I just started eating spice really early on. Yeah, yeah, you but can like, definitely build it up. So ever get the experience to just try something super spicy, make, make sure you don't do it where it's out of your limits. I think that's really important to know your spice limits or else you will faint or like throw up or feel really sick. Like, And that's not good. That's not what we're promoting here. But if you are able to try something that's like, you feel the spice, but then the the lingering feeling isn't something that's causing you pain. It's just kind of like, oh, that is such a new, cool feeling. It is. It's so nice to be able to feel that. I feel like, because then it just adds a mo- new experience to eating. Yeah, and eating spicy is my favorite way to clear my sinuses. So whenever you're feeling clogged up or really stuffy, spice is the go-to remedy. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just I just love it. You know, I think this is genuinely an ode to ramen 
It's just not Mm -hmm. a poem or anything. It's just me finally coming to terms that it is okay that ramen is so unhealthy for me as long as I enjoy it. Because at the end of the day, the only person I'm harming is myself and not anyone else with my ramen addiction. So it's yeah, you fine. Know, you know, might fuck around and write an Elizabethan sonnet about why I fucking love ramen. <laughs> yeah. But that being said, um, I, I, I meant that, like, obviously addiction is a very serious topic. Um, Please don't take what I said seriously. Yeah, definitely don't sustain your life and nutrition habits just with ramen because the health implication the health implication the health implications are way beyond our uh qualification not that we even have any qualifications to talk about health implications um, actually but generally I did GCSE bio and so did you honey sorry i know the food <laughs> pyramid so i'm qualified to talk about nutrition i'm kidding but actually i thought nutritionists now agree that the food pyramid is absolute bullshit because it depends i think everybody like, knows that the levels. food pyramid is absolute bullshit because um no I've i think eating white bread every day but yeah definitely we're not encouraging you to eat ramen every single day but you know if you don't know what to eat and you just stumble upon an aisle in the supermarket with ramen and you want some suggestions we hope that we were able to provide you with some for sure and also i would like to add that yes we talk about eating ramen a lot and how much we love her but we do also eat other real food as demonstrated by the different noodle dishes that we enjoy but aside from noodles we do eat other food yeah we can definitely <laughs> I have i just realized this is really playing into like an entire asian stereotype but like, um yeah like i i do eat other real foods like i eat my fruits and veggies yeah i do sure. have like a generally healthy diet aside from the ramen eating because i don't eat any fried foods um because I don't really eat fried noodles anymore because a lot of them have meat in them. Uh, and I have a corn allergy. So by default, <laughs> I can't eat a lot of like snacks and stuff. So technically, my diet is actually like, I would say, aside from the ramen issue, it is pretty healthy. But, I mean, <laughs> eating things in moderation is the key. So you can always indulge in a little bit of ramen if you want. And to add, I think ramen as a currency in the prison system is a testament to how good ramen is. Shut up. Shut up. And that's all, period. That's all ramen. Shut up. Okay, we're not trying to undermine the whole prison experience because obviously some people are wrongfully incarcerated, etc., etc. Um, but that yes, is definitely an, an entirely not. different topic. But um, <laughs> but yeah, ramen is- I mean, I think you can already tell if we made basically an hour episode talking about ramen you probably shouldn't be taking us as seriously (laughs) as we imply that you are (laughs) yeah no i mean like i hope this was lighthearted enough for y'all but i'm very actually serious about this topic yeah we're not actually losing our minds this is just this is what we want to do so this is what you're gonna get yeah, and honestly, this isn't even the worst conversation we've ever had about something random. We, I feel like there's been worse things that we've kind of spiraled down. But also, again... And we'll probably this- <laughs> be able to have the opportunity to post even worse topics onto our podcast occasionally, you know? Woo-hoo! 
You get the full experience of real life situation and issues、Be、and world problems,、friend. as well as us spiraling down meandering topics of conversation about menial and stupid topics. But then sometimes they're not stupid, and sometimes they do actually matter. Those, but it's also up to you to make your call because I feel like yeah, I think talking about、subject. ramen is an untapped market that we are filling. So for you're sure, welcome. <laughs> society and culture. Here we are. Ramen is a culture. There should be a subculture for. I bet. I bet you there's a. I bet there is. I bet、ramen. there is. Oh my god, we should probably. Why are we not in that? I've never actually looked it up. <laughs> Do you think there's like niches where they have like subreddits for particular ramen brands? Maybe I think we'll look more into that. But before, you know, if there is, I'm starting one. <laughs> oh my god! There's an R Ramen community, two hundred and forty-three thousand and five hundred and three members. Okay, as Themis falls into a little spiral and rabbit hole of ramen subcultures, there's、I'm、not a Shin Ramen. The podcast. <gasps> there is an Arshin Ramen with two members. Thank、If、you for listening. About us spiraling about ramen, I'm gonna leave the audio of Themis talking about Reddit subreddits about ramen in the background faintly, just so you know that I'm not kidding. <gasps> and yeah, I hope you. Stay healthy, you、oh, know. Don't <laughs> don't overindulge in ramen、sure、if it in, is、yeah. a health risk for you.、Woo. Stay healthy once again, and yeah,、oh、that's about it. Okay, okay bye. bye. So if you're still listening, you're here for the bonus section. That is correct. Actually, I haven't had、uh, I haven't explicitly had a song prepared for today, so I'm just gonna look through my Spotify about <laughs> what、um, I've been listening to. I have to. chosen my song. I thought about it whilst you were shading me about my my mini spiral just now. Um, I'm gonna be doing Frank Ocean's "Close to You," which is technically a sample of the Carpenters' "Close to You,"、mm-hmm. and it is my song dedicated to ramen because I am close to ramen. Thank you. Period. Oh, because. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do "Yummy" by Justin Bieber, just because that's the only thing I can describe my love for ramen with. <laughs> the country remix. Yeah,、the、I'm not kidding.、Remix? "Yummy" is gonna be on the playlist whether you like it or not. But is it the country remix though? Yes. Oh yeah, specifically the country <laughs> remix where he goes like stallion because it adds that extra. Cultural flair that I think we've been adding to the topic of conversation in terms of ramen and its cultural implications. Yeah. Oh, and also, it just hit me. You know, in episode two, we should have said, I mean, not episode two, episode three about privilege. We should have said super rich kids. Oh, it would have been perfect. We're gonna add it. Yeah. Watch us. Because, because it's our playlist. We can do what we want. We make the rules. Period. Yeah, our rules are constructs, so we're gonna break them. <laughs> But yeah, we hope you had fun. Listen to us spiral on ramen and its different types and different types of noodle dishes. And yeah, next time we're probably gonna come back with a harder hitting episode. So be ready for that. Thank you for listening.、Mm-hmm. Leave us a five star review on Apple because I can say、comment. that now, and a hate comment, but with five stars. You tell, you tell.
That's right. Thank you for listening. And yeah. Okay, okay bye. bye.